Between Coats with Stephen and Pierce. So you're very welcome along to the first ever, maybe only ever, episode of Between Coats, our new podcast. Absolutely. I'm Stephen Daly and I'm joined by here, the man who makes the magic happen. Pierce, and Pierce, I'm going to be honest with you, right? this is terrible, because I know we met a couple of weeks ago, we talked about doing this podcast, but I actually don't know what your surname is. Oh, it's uh, it's Keegan, or, or Bollocks, or whatever you want to Yeah, whatever you have yeah, on yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, sure yeah. you've been called worse. I've been called worse. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, we had this idea about doing a podcast between cuts yeah. in in the barbers, because you, you are a barber by trade, a jack of all trades. But a, I'd a say jack of all yeah, trades, master yeah. Master of none. Yeah, yeah. But, but a barber, you yeah. know, is one of the jobs you can do. And we yeah. had this idea about okay. the kind of, the confessional of a barber's chair and a place where people come not only to get their hair cut and look fresh but to kind of bear their soul a little bit yeah uh, in the form of complete shite yeah and a bit of banter at the same time yeah sprinkle of banter i think i think if there was ever a man who could do shite banter and a place to actually kind of come and be yourself it's it's you do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think my parents would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I think it's fair. <laughs> so, I mean, I, we're kind of in a, in a funny place insofar as we've had loads of chats, yeah. but we've never had a chat with these things kind of switched oh, on. It feels uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and my, I can, yeah. It's, it's interesting to see because you're quite a confident dude. I try to be. Yeah, yeah. Now, whether that's real or whether it's bravado. Bravado. You can see you now when you're sitting in this chair with this microphone on. You're a little bit different. You're a little bit yeah, hesitant. I'm exposed. You're, yeah, there's yeah. a little bit of a, a nakedness to it. If you like, now we are wearing clothes, but um, yeah, I, have, I do out, feel a little bit naked. You now, can I check out the, the Instagram and you'll see that we are actually clothed. I, I think um, I think we'll get comfortable as time goes on. But uh, yeah, the, the microphone is a bit like going for um, a colonoscopy. You like talking about it until the actual equipment appears. Until it actually happens. <laughs> and then yeah, you're yeah. like, oh shit. Don't act like it's your first the time. Bun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? And so in terms of, so so what I'm going to do is, because obviously I have, I have a little bit more of a background in, in these kind of things. So I would not say that I'm a professional, but you know, I have a bit more of a, so, so what I'm going to do is, I thought for the first one, while we get our, our head around the equipment, our head around the podcast, our head around the coffee, and while we wait for guests to turn up. And I didn't make that coffee. No, you didn't make it. It's fine. That was my little barb at you there, because you had got the coffee ready. Uh, you'll hear the machine going in yeah, a minute. Which, it, what I thought I would do is I would ask you a little bit about what makes Pierce Pierce and what makes you tick and how you find every day in your life. And Man, uh, I don't even know what makes me tick. Yeah, and I suppose an interesting place to start is, so we're obviously in a little town in Lusk in North County, Dublin, mm -hmm. but you're not from Lusk originally. No. No, and, and coming from somewhere outside of Lusk to Lusk, which I can remember because I grew up here, did you find it kind of strange? Was it kind of an insular place to come and, and be? Is there something in it that, that kind of, you were kind of like, what is this place? I'm from um, Kulak, uh, Costa del Kulak. Um, I think the similarities now is that Lusk is becoming very similar to that northern Dublin area. Yeah. Um, probably because we've grown up and populated Lusk. Yeah, yeah you've all come uh, Yeah, and listen, it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit like history repeating itself. I like it. Um, yeah, I like it. It's a nice vibe about the place. You can see there's people really, really trying to um, build that sense of community, I think, that would have been so prevalent in the 80s and early 90s and that uh, some has fallen away. But yeah, it's, it's a cool place. I and like in terms of, you mentioned that kind of sense of community. I, I think you are one of those people who's trying to build that sense of community, like in this wonderful spot you have here. So we're in the Twisted Clipper in uh, Dunemer here in Lusk, where it's, you get the best haircut in the country. And you also get tattooed as well. You can have um, our wonderful Orla Pineapples on Instagram behind us, who's uh, 
the tattoo wizard. She's all of a sudden getting really very shy. shy, and I've never seen yeah. Orla be so quiet. It's no. really strange to no. see. But look, that's fine. You know, we'll we'll, we'll drag her into future episodes of the podcast. Yeah. But I, I think it's fair to say that you are one of these people who's trying to build that bit of the community here in this this space. Because any time I've ever come in, the place has been hopping. There's been people around. It's been a nice kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, you're kind of a welcoming sort of a guy. Is that the kind of vibe you're trying to give off in here? Or trying to get the... trying to get more cuts. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 They, they camouflaged as <laughs> yeah. community operator. For the, for the no, uh, I'm joking. <laughs> for the Pierce Keegan retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what? We 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 all. I grew up. Um, when we grew up, we had we'd uh, we'd Gaelic, we'd football, we'd boxing, we'd karate. You know, um, my my old uh, my old teacher in Clashadoo, like Joe Vaughan, used to tell me I couldn't kick snow off a rope. Right. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think my thing was more outdoor sports, like windsurfing and rock climbing, right. and um, as a younger kid, you know, boxing as well, and. I would love to see um, sports like that in and around. It is very GAA and soccer-driven yeah. town, which is yeah, great. Yeah, no, uh, totally. The athletics is coming true now as well and being more prevalent. Um, and But I think stuff like that would be nice to sort of be there in the background. Yeah, yeah. While the, commu- like the community at the moment is somewhat in flux. It's still settling. You've got still houses being built. You've got estates there here. There's a... <sighs> transient is probably the wrong word but you know people kind of come to lust they stay for a couple of years they move on to somewhere else it mm. hasn't really settled i suppose you know you being just slightly older than me we won't get into how old you are but being slightly older than me growing yeah. up in Coolock region yeah. it was probably that sense you know that old saying about being raised by the village yeah where you know everyone was looking after everyone's kids on the street it was kind <laughs> of do you know there, there was yeah. a bit more of it and i don't know if we ever had that here in lusk as much and I, as you say, I think it's settling. So as maybe as it grows, you, you know, there's scope there for this kind of community to, to continue to grow with it. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think so. Listen, the, the community is absolutely adorned with great families and yeah. great kids. Um, and we see most of them come here. And we've got two other barbers in the village as well that, yeah. you know, see them too. Um, so there is that sense of community amongst that almost triangle of barbershops that's there. Um, and yet we're all different to each other. People still come out with a haircut, but I think the atmosphere really attracts that type of person into the store, which is what we really wanted to build from day dot. Yeah. Um, and like we we've touched on Orla there a few minutes ago, having a you know Orla's local, yeah. you're here a whole life, yeah. Yeah. but yet well known all over the place as an amazing artist. So bringing that back central is pretty much what we want to just do. Just a little bit of an anecdote. So I can remember when all those houses were being built in behind our house. So she's only a blow-in as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, she is a blow-in, yeah, actually. Yeah. So am I. But that's okay. That's okay. We welcome all, all the blow-ins here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm aware it kind of feels like I'm interviewing you a little bit. So feel like free, you, you can ask me questions on any stage as well, because I do have another question for you, though, and I just wanted to, to mm. lead on. Like, you know, so you're obviously a barber amongst all of the mm. other things, but you've done loads of other things in your life as well. Like, I remember we talked about your acting, you did a little bit of acting, and you did a little bit oh, yeah, of that. Yeah. Like, what, like, is there anything you haven't done? <laughs> I've tried everything, <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, yeah. Like, I, I've tried everything, but mastered none. Um, I, I, I think having that type of eclectic mix yeah. um, makes it easy to be at this stage in your life where you feel really comfortable doing something like uh, this. Because I was going to say, you give off, I don't know if you're even aware of it, because I know we were talking, we were slagging you about being a little bit uncomfortable behind the microphone, because it's new and it's a little bit I'm different. comfy now. If yeah, you, you can see yeah. you settling in. But, <laughs> but I, like, from the minute you walk into the shop here, you can see, like, you're a comfortable dude in your own skin, like, you know, which is maybe unusual for, for an Irish fellow of your 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 advanced years. My advanced years. Well, I'm, I, it, for, for anyone who may listen to this, yeah. I'm halfway to 90 right. um, yeah, yeah. from uh, a couple of days ago. So, yeah. And I do celebrate a birthday week. Yeah. So happy birthday. It's still my yeah. birthday. 
Uh, you know what? I don't know. Like you can look. I would. I would. I would have talked growing up. I was quite introverted, especially with some of the sports that I sure. did, yeah. because they were fairly lonesome type things. Um, but I mean, fuck it, man. You only live once. You have to, and I think it's a really good attitude to think as well. And it's something. So, so we only met for the first time a few weeks ago when we had yeah. this chat. But it was something I felt. Kind of, you were a guy that. There's something about you you just kind of get drawn to and you just get chatting and I think people can really be themselves and open up around you. It's a really good quality to have. It used to be in sales. Right, so okay, so that's what it I'm is. I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to sell you something. No, well, no. I'm actually trying to sell you the future. Yeah, yeah. you're trying to sell me a haircut. Yeah. Really, well, well no, the haircut will come free. <laughs> trying to sell you the future. We're not going to change the world no. with these podcasts, but, you know, let's let's see what type of yeah. ratings and views and listens we can get. I think there's definitely something in it. And yeah. in terms of, you know, why? how did you discover that you could cut hair? Was this just something you decided one day I'm going to give it a go? Yeah. Yeah, and you just kind of fell into it and well, said we never looked back? when I was in my mid to late teens, uh, in between sneaking out um, and pretending to have sleepovers yeah, and yeah. then going on the raves, we're on the rave scene for a long sure. time, um, I didn't have any money. Right. So, you know, uh, I was still going through school. So friends of mine, my, my group of peers were always a little bit older, so they were sort of going out. So I thought... Fuck it, man! I'll, I'll, I'll. I used to watch my barber cutting my hair, right? And think, right, I can do that. Um, and then the lads would buy me some drinks. I think everyone wants to know: Did you have a mullet? I did have a mullet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I had a mullet <laughs> before I be before I receded. Uh, or uh, I had a mullet for my confirmation. It was beautiful. I mean, this was gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> I had um, I had a tanned uh, leather jacket with shoulder pads. Oh yeah, this is how far yeah. back we're going. Here. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. These were like, where are the proper mullet barbers these days? Yeah, you know, nowhere. 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 Big money for mullets now. It's just I know we're kind of bouncing all over the place here, but it's just I'm kind of this is how I like to do things. I just kind of go with with the tangents of 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 as we're talking. That thing about a mullet, is there is there a hairstyle that you're seeing? Like, you know, are you here for all of these kind of things? Like, so the skin fade was something that was big for a while. Is that still a haircut that people get? Is it something, like, you hate doing? I mean, how... Like, dish the dirt. Dish the dirt here as a barber. Like, no, you know? I, I love doing skin fades. Right. Um, there's far better barbers out there than right. me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, it is always nice to, to check in on the work that they're doing and pick up some hints and tips along the way. They may not know that. I think we call it creeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I do creep in on some good local barbers. Um, you know what? I think I the one thing I don't agree with um, is is the the overcharging sure. of of uh, what of a good cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and skin fading. I mean, we used to call it the graduation. Right. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, there was a step. Yeah. Then we got rid of the bump, yeah, which became yeah, yeah. a graduation. I remember the step in the 90s. People yeah, had the step. Big, yeah, yeah, big deal. And that yeah. sort of fell into a Corton's haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the prodigy helped bring yeah. that along. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and then you're looking at then that sort of the step of, the bump of the step disappears. It goes into a graduation. Yeah. Essentially, you know, it, it's, it's, in, it's only my humble opinion. No, of course. Yeah. It is pretty much... A, but it's our podcast. Yeah. So you're allowed to have these Say opinions. the fuck yeah. I want. Yeah, yeah. The fade is an upgrade of a graduation. Sure, okay. Um, and the skin fade, it's, it's... I like art. Yeah. So you do sort of tend to get a little in, more into the detail of sure. it. And Listen, there's amazing guys out there yeah, yeah. doing these and I love watching them, especially in around um, Dublin. Yeah. Uh, and... 
you know, Instagram's a great home to sort of look and see what way people are doing things. Well, you, every day is a school day. Yeah, definitely. If you think yeah. you're the finished article, just you're you're lost. For I feel sorry for you. It's um, it's a good way to look at it as well because it's something you know. Obviously, I'm I'm 34. I've been getting haircuts. I think I got my mm. first haircut when I was 18 months old. I had that much hair, mm. not so much anymore. But it's on your face now. Yeah, well, this is it. it's on my face now. Instead, I had to make it. It's like my head is upside down. Yeah. Um, it's it's something you don't really think about is the kind of artistry or the skill that goes into it. You just think, oh, I'm going to need to get my haircut. Yeah, 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 it is. Um, well, that's the way I see it. Yeah. But it's also about being able to, you know, I think there is a level of sales in um, in cutting hair. You've got yeah. to understand the person. You've got to understand what it is they like. And I think part of that is your art of conversation. Of course. You know, uh, and hoping they feel comfortable and tease tease out of them what they actually like yes yeah and yeah. what you do notice as time goes on i love this um you'll get the lo- younger lads coming in warmly got to understand i'm 45 like yeah, i yeah. don't really appeal yeah. Yeah, yeah to younger lads for skin fades yeah of you course. know you look like a scary uh, dude yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and um but then they they'll they open up the phone and they go i'd like this today yeah and there's that level of comfort that they get that if you if, if you twig it you're like going you know, they, these guys trust you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it is a bit, and it's a massive part of culture. Definitely. Huge yeah, yeah. part of culture now. Everything is photographed now. Everything is videoed now. So, you know, it's a bit like wearing bright colored socks. Yeah. It's going to be noticed. Yeah, of course. Bad. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting you touch on that thing about how people can get comfortable. Do you, do, is there is there something you do that makes people feel at home? Because I, I felt at home talking to you straight away. I just think you're that kind of guy. I don't know. It's probably all the CBD. Maybe it's what it is. Yeah, the CBD coffee, which is fantastic. But what's the name of it again? Um, well, the, the company is called Koya, uh, and the coffee is called Kama and Strava. And where can you get it? Here. Yeah, here in the Twisted Clipper. Yeah, the Twisted Clipper. We're the only ones, um, nice plug, actually. Yeah, I like how we led into See, that. I, See, that's, the, that's, that's how good that's you are. That's what you get here with this. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? There's a yeah, little bit of... I couldn't uh, pay for this shit. Um, we're, we're Nobody the only pays ones. for this shit. That's <laughs> no, the problem. That's no. why I'm here. Hopefully somebody <laughs> will. Please sign yeah, us up. Yeah. Um, Sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, we're the only ones that are importing Strava. At the moment, uh, it's one of the biggest CBD coffees in the world. Yeah. Um, we're exclusively bringing it into Ireland right now. Yeah. And then we deal with an Irish farm, an Irish hemp farm, um, that grow organic CBD. So we co-roast with them um, organic CBD coffee uh, from Colombia. Uh, the coffee's from Colombia, and then the organic CBD oil is, is from Ireland. And so... Is this just something you woke up one day and said, you know what, lads, coffee, let's go, let's do it? Or, or like, wh- how did you get into coffee? Because I'm sure, like you, like me, growing up, it was like Maxwell House, the instant coffee in the Jarvis, yeah. as far as I went for coffee. Yeah. Like, it was almost like that old joke about the pub, like, you know, we have two wines here, mm. white and red. There was none of this, like, Americano or chai lattes or cappuccinos or frappuccinos or this, whatever. This sort of was like a Billy Connolly moment where yeah. you go on a tangent and you bring yeah, it back yeah. full circle. When I was learning how to cut hair, yeah. um, it was always late at night. Uh, and it took a ridiculous amount of time. So we used to drink a cola called Jolt. I remember Jolt, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is really high yeah, in caffeine. Yeah, really high in caffeine, yeah. So then that got me thinking of caffeine, obviously comes from coffee. Yeah. And the first strong coffee I bought was in Dunn stores in Northside. It was called Alta Rica. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was a Colombian freeze-dried yeah. coffee. Yeah. Uh, and that really, like, obviously didn't know how you were making the shit. Yeah, it was yeah, like tar. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really my, <laughs> that was really my, uh, my stepping toe in, in, in into, into coffee, yeah, into yeah. coffee. And I by far don't think myself as a 
uh, a coffersaur. Yes, a coffersaur. Like I like that. Yeah, like yeah, that? We've coined that, that one yeah, as well. Yeah, I've worked yeah. on that. TM. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but you know what? I really, uh, Orla and my amazing uh, wife, Helen, um, right through the lockdown last year, we would sit in and drink copious amounts of wine. Yeah, of course. Um, and talk absolute shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, right, I'm either going to waste a fortune on wine or do something with yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. So I wasted a fortune on coffee yeah, <laughs> instead. Um, and I've sat in it for quite a while, but now it's actually starting to grow arms Sorry. and legs. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's great as well. And, and what I like about you is, well, uh, there's so many things I like about you, but Thank you. there's always this idea, there's something new, and, and there's almost a let's go and give it a crack. Mm. Do you know you're you're very open to that's the problem. Like I mean, if I said to you here, Pierce, let's get in the car now and we'll drive to like the Ring of Kerry and we'll cycle around it on a tandem, you'd probably say let's give it a go. I mean, I'd give it a go, but I yeah. have to clear up the boss. Yeah, you'd have to check first. Yeah, but yeah. you know, you you like to give things a crack. I think there's kind of a daring is the wrong word, but you're just you're open to possibilities in the adventure and the don't pigeonhole yourself. Yeah, man. This, I think it's a really good way to be because I think I don't know if it's an Irish thing where we can be a little bit conservative, a little bit shy a little bit afraid mm. to push yourselves out to try these things i don't know if it's fear or ridicule or whatever but you're just i'm gonna go with it yeah it is it, 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 i am gonna go around what i'm gonna go at now is flipping this and tell me how you got into this amazing technique of interviewing i will get back to yeah where I go, well, you can go get back it to it yeah, it, well i mean i always wanted to be a broadcaster ever since i was a child so mm. my dad used to be on pirate radio like none of the good ones but he was on pirate radio nonetheless back in the 80s so music and radio was always around the house so i used to you know, play records and like pretend I was doing links in between them and get my family to like, you know the way you could pick up the phone yeah. in the house and you could talk on the other end of it? Yeah. I'd get them to be on one phone receiver in the house and get them to be requesting songs and me little radio show. Yeah. Um, I always, really? That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. And, and like I used to pretend I was doing the weather, you know, like at the door in the house when the weather might be on the telly. <laughs> but like you, I was quite introverted. Like, yeah, as you yeah, know, yeah. I'm quite a shy person naturally. It takes me a mm. while to warm up. Now, over the years, I think you develop. And like, you know, it's something I'll come back to later on because you obviously deal with a lot of younger people coming in here. But you, you can develop this way to, it's almost like putting on a mask and you can mm. kind of pretend to be confident when really you're not. And, I'm, you know, it's something we kind of looked back down, to yeah. with you. So yeah. it's something I learned how to do. But growing up, like, I'm sure if you ask my parents now, did you ever think Stephen would go and be a media person? They'd have said, not a chance, no way. He's far too shy. He's far too reserved. He's far too sensitive. Whatever that word is, definitely wouldn't happen. Like, all the way through school, I would never read in class. I didn't put my hand up to answer questions. I didn't want to speak in front of people. I just wanted to go through it, no fuss, and get just get done. on with it. But yet I had this, like, I'm a complete, what's that word, a paradox where, like, despite the fact that I was so quiet and secretive and, and shy, I had this, like, burning ambition to be, like, a broadcaster as well. So it was yeah. trying to balance those two throughout my life. And then I suppose it was just an ambition I always had. Um, I did my first ever DJ gig at the age of 12 on New Year's Eve, the millennium year. We had a yeah. little community party up in the community centre here in yeah. Rusk. My dad was doing it, and I spun a few records at the start of the night, and I was, I was like, this is, this is amazing. Like, you know, yeah. the, the buzz of this thing of performing for the crowd, like, it was... It was class. Yeah. So it was always kind of a, an ambition at the back of my head to get into, like everyone else, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then when I, you know, you start thinking about what you want to do when you get to 16 or 17, which I think is far too young anyway, but that's a, a conversation mm. for another podcast maybe yeah. about kids in school and trying to make them decide what they're going to do for the rest of their lives. Yeah. yeah, ridiculous. How do you know? I still don't really know. Do you know what I mean? But um, when I was 16 or 17, I started to try and think it seriously. So I went into FM 104 for a week of work experience and like, it was amazing. And they saw that I was into it. So in fairness to them, they kept me around doing like little silly bits and pieces like, you know, shredding paper or making coffee or like you know and, and they would give me jobs to do and they would say like i remember the first job i ever got 
paying job in radio, the manager came and he said, can you make Snoop tapes? And I said, yeah, of course I make, I make them all the time. No, always I, on what, it. For, yeah, like yeah. me and everyone else yeah, out yeah, there, yeah, no, what's a Snoop so tape? So a Snoop tape is, you know when you listen to the radio and they go, we've got a fantastic prize to win all this week, but thanks oh, to Strava yeah. Coffee, we've got a coffee machine and a bag of coffee to win if we text yeah. one or two. So my Snoop tape is basically at the end of the week, you would get all of those mentions together, you'd put them all onto Adobe Audition on one of the audio editors, yeah. And you'd put some fancy jingles in between it so the sales rep can go, listen, that's how you sounded last week. Wasn't it great? You want to do another competition? So it was kind of a sales technique for the radio station. But like that, I had no idea what it was either. Yeah. So I said, yeah, absolutely I can do it. I'm amazing. I can do, I'm sure I'm doing Snoop tapes all day. And they obviously knew I was bluffing, but I'd started doing a, a course in media. So I rang the lecturer and I was like, listen, they want me to do this. What, what is it? So I just said yes to everything. Right. And, you know, look, I'm still plugging away at it all these years later. So, um, well, you are still a broadcaster. Still a broadcaster, yeah. yeah so, so you've mean, been. A yeah, so I, look, I mean, I've been at FM 104, Q102. I was down on iRadio and Athlone for a while and Radio Nova briefly. Um, and most recently at RTE as, as a radio presenter on RTE Gold, a little bit on RTE Radio 1, a bit of weather on the telly. Like, there's been a, a long journey in between, like with ups and downs. And now the pinnacle. And now the pinnacle of it. Between cuts. Between cuts, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, so I suppose. In terms of, and I have to be honest with you, interviewing is not something I've done a huge amount of because the radio stuff I've done has generally been music-based programming. And like I'm sure people could turn the radio on and they know exactly what I'm talking about. You're talking maybe four times an hour for a minute, minute and a half ago, and it's usually like, we've got a chance for you to win. Win, 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 win. And don't forget, you can win tomorrow on The Breakfast Show. Or did you see Ed Sheeran? Did you see Katy Perry? Did you see yeah. Kim and Kanye? Celebrity news. So like, I mean, it is kind of formulaic that way. So I suppose... To go back to the original question, after I've wasted all your time talking, yeah, about wasted it. my time, man. But it, you know, to, to go back to how you to become an, in, an interviewer, I think it's because I I'm just naturally interested in people and their story. And same here, you know, I think I think that's where one of the things we clicked on as well. It was, yeah. you know, actually, this lad has a lot to say about things, and it's just sitting down and talking with people. And, and I think by being open to that, it just leads to conversations, and you never know where it's gonna where it's gonna bring you. You know? No, I I, to I totally agree. Um, we do get, I think, the industry that we're in we're privileged to be able to meet so many incredible people. Definitely, yeah. That getting someone come through your door for the first time is wonderful. Yeah. And that's the truth. Yeah, totally. And then getting them through again and again and again to the stage where the banter becomes so easy. Yeah. You know, it it's almost like a friendship build-up around it, 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 inside these doors, inside yeah, these course. walls. Yeah, yeah. And um, it is a... It is where I was very comfortable Yeah, uh, going with my mates when we were younger to get our hair cut. It was just that type of atmosphere. Where did you go? Was it a local barber or was there... Well, apart from the hairdressers in Northside Shopping Centre, yeah, yeah. um, there was a friend of mine, um, Darren McHugh is his name, and we got into skateboarding together when we yeah. were kids. I wasn't a very good skateboarder. But again, there you go. Give it a go. To, you give it a go. And that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. And his father... Mr. McHugh uh, used to have um, this barber shop on Gardner Street, right across the road from the Dole office. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it was downstairs, and that for me was just and thinking of him now, he actually wore a white coat and everything. And Did he was, have the whole lot? Yeah. It was the musty smell in the yeah. place. It was the basement of an old Georgian house, and it was just cool. Yeah. Um. But then that's how it left me for years. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, it, you just get on with life. You're you're a young kid, so if I was to be at, like, I am asking myself that question: um, Would I have changed the paths I went in to end up with this now? Absolutely not, because no. I feel the all entwined in some really fucked up way. Yeah. 
to give in, a, this. in a kind of a cosmic way almost to, to bring you here there's a reason it's it's happened that way yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. is it's nice like it really really is nice and like i said we're in the heart of lusk it's you know um you you reach wider audiences through yeah. the power of social media of course yeah yeah so, and the power of these chats because i think it's something that people yeah. get on board with like it is yeah. it is there's so much you can talk about um and obviously you hope you get the listeners and you yeah, hope you can definitely. keep their attention yeah, for enough time and have a bit of banter along the way yeah yeah you know because yeah. uh, i definitely have the most monotone voice on the planet so <laughs> people may fall asleep a bit like rip van winkle but i mean even if there's imagine they were like listen i don't actually care what pierce is talking about but his voice is just so soothing that i'm gonna stick it on every night when i can't no, sleep you, no, would you not you go know, for that just talk to my partner talk yeah. to my wife she'll tell you <laughs> this shit just isn't real like did you when you were getting your hair done by mr McHugh or early those places mm. Was it, because uh, I have friends who would tell me, like, when they used to get their hair cut, they would just go and they would just get a haircut. It wasn't like, what are we doing for you? It was like, you would just get a haircut. Oh, that's what you were getting. Yeah, there, yeah. Was no, there, was there was no, no, like, no yeah. you were just, man, Sit you, down were there. Crowned, you were crowned, you were crowned. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, crowning is sort of the thing that you laugh at now yeah, yeah. when you see it as a barber, but it was so socially acceptable because a haircut was something you didn't get that often. Right, yeah, yeah, so it was just, yeah. You just scalp. get that shit cut off yeah, and away yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, and then I think you move into the deodorant stage of life. Yeah, you start thinking about how Yeah, you, you think yeah. about, you yeah, know, yeah. how I smell and how I look. Yeah. Um, and then I think last is actually washing your hair. Yeah, yeah. I really picked the barbers back in the 80s and the 90s. They had yeah. to deal with some greasy fucking kids. Like, absolutely, yeah. I'd say yeah. they were rotten, like, you know, it was <laughs> yeah. dreadful. Yeah. But yeah, I like that as well, because, you know, especially around, we didn't have a barber in Lusk for years, so you'd go all over the place, and there'd be some people who go to places and literally wasn't like, what are we doing for you? You were just getting a haircut. Yeah. I was just cutting the hair off. There was no style and there was nothing Still else. Still a bit of that happening. Is, is there, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I even remember my dad would take us to get his hair cut and it would just be like, oh, yeah, just, just you know, take a good bit off there tidy it up and yeah well you'll still hear yeah. that now really yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. then the kids sort of looking at you from yeah. under the really long fringe yeah yeah you yeah. know like cousin it yeah yeah and they're looking at you going please don't listen to him and do you is that is that a, a hard instruction to get for you or do you just do what you're told you listen you gotta listen to the customer yeah, you gotta course, do what you're yeah, told yeah. i think it's a you it, you're trying to find a happy medium of course because yeah, you're yeah. looking at the, the the terrified innocence of a child behind yeah. a big fringe yeah yeah Saying, almost saying, please don't listen to my yeah, mom. Yeah. Please don't. Listen. So you want to find a balance. Of course, yeah, yeah. And I think that's where a bit of a bit of bit of salespersonship Come, comes, comes into in. it, where you're able to yeah. create around it. I yeah. think I think if you touch on the fundamentals, don't crown the kid. Yeah. Make it look half pleasant. Yeah. yeah. But give a little bit of styling at the same time. Yeah. It's a win-win. You don't always get it, but you got to try your best. And is there like I mean, so so maybe you know this is maybe a silly question or maybe it's the wrong place for it, but like. Is there, so, so say somebody's listening to this podcast now and like they're getting haircuts, but they're never fully happy with it. Like as a barber, would you prefer somebody to tell you like exactly like this is what I want and this is what I, like, I mean, are we too vague with our instructions about it? as vague as I'm being with this question, I suppose. But like, no, listen, I mean? <laughs> it, it, it is as clear as fog. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a, there's a bit of both there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you will get somebody coming in that wants to, the fringe going in a certain direction, yeah. but there's a cow's lick there that yeah, ain't never happened. Nature yeah, yeah. is yeah, nature yeah. has given you a curveball. Yeah. Literally. Um and I think in that way, that's where you're gonna, you know, listen, a bit of product pal, you'll be fine. You'll be laughing, yeah. But I think the more instruction you get, the better. The better haircut, yeah. Um yeah. and like I like I'd say to some people, I think that's where you can build up when you do build up that relationship of comfort with people. Yeah. And they get back to what we said earlier and they do show you the picture off Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
most of that shit's airbrushed anyway. Yeah, of course, yeah. And I ain't getting the face of that person no, either, because no. that 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 fucker is getting paid a lot yeah. of dough for that. You know, if you put your thumb over the face and say, "Listen, remove the airbrush," you ain't getting this face. Yeah, we can get yeah, as yeah, close yeah. to it as possible. It's not. It's it's a it's a barber's. It's not Lourdes at the end of the day. Like, well, I mean, yeah, we, we all dip ourselves in a bit of holy water yeah, yeah. before we come in, and I definitely spray you with a bit of holy water when you're leaving. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like. Yeah, I think the young kids now are brilliant. They really know they what really they know like. Because even like it's a like, and you know, like we touched on, like I can pretend to be confident. I can be the most confident person in the room. But actually, it's something I find a little bit daunting is walking into a barber's and they say, "What do you want?" And you're going, "Well, I don't really know how to tell you what I want either, but I know what I don't want." And I always say to them, "No names, no scandal on any of the barbers I've been to." But I'd always say, "Listen, so I'm going a bit thin there at the front." Don't don't chop too much of it off. Leave me a bit of length on the top, like you know, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. thin out the sides. Yeah. But they always manage to take too much off the top, and I always hate it when I go. Yeah, I, I think that's because yeah. I'm thin on top. Right. Yeah, yeah. And we so can see the top. We can yeah, see the yeah. top of your head. You yeah. can't. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we're sort of going. Listen, man. Let's cut it down a bit. We yeah. can put a bit more shape on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to looking like a wife with beater vest stuck yeah, in your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Totally. Uh, the, the old string vests. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> can of Stella. So, yeah, can of <laughs> So I, 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 I understand why barbers do yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I know I'm saying barbers. Yeah, and, you know, no. You know, I, I mean, haircutting professionals I'm probably putting you board. on the spot here now by getting all of the trade secrets. But I'm just curious. Because trade it, is, it is something I, I even struggle with is this question of like when the barber says, what do you want? And I'm like... <gasps> I don't know, but yeah, haircuts and can you do whatever? Well, how do you want to look? Yeah, how is it? Like, so yeah, yeah. I think, uh, listen, you got to try exceed yeah. your client's expectations. Totally. But yeah, I think yeah. that's, a, that, listen, that's across it's the board. That's yeah, what everything yeah, it's, it's everything. You know, you go buy a sofa, exceed the expectations. Yeah. You know, you, you want to go buy a laptop, exceed the expectations. Um, and getting to all of those, a bit like the kids coming in with your, their Instagram photos, you do your research for your TVs and Course, shit, and yeah, you know yeah. what you're buying beforehand. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. really know what type of haircut you want. Most people are used to the same barber for a long time, of course, yeah, yeah. and it's a big step to go to a different barber. Sure. For a lot of people, yeah, yeah. Dudes walk in off the street and they're like, you can see they're stressed out the bits, man. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. And they're looking yeah. at you going, "Oh, you're gonna fuck my head up here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do think that way. Um, so I think it's seeing that hoping they feel at ease enough to open up to tell you exactly what they want yeah. and hope that they can understand that you may or may not be able to get that of course on the first yeah. cut yeah of course yeah but as as you build the relationship and you get to know them there's you know there's yeah, yeah there's, i mean there's listen, a you're not gonna walk out with the most amazing blowback in the world no when you've just not. had a baldy yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I suppose as well, like, you know, like we said, there's only so much you can do at the end of the day. And the, I suppose the great thing about it as well is the nature of the beast is bloke's hair tends to grow quite quick. It's not like a, a woman's hairstyle where you're kind of stuck with it for, for a little bit longer. Like, yeah. you know, do you ever cut women's hair? Have you? I've I've definitely dabbled in a bit right, of women's yeah, yeah. hair cutting, but not for me, more man. jeopardy in it, is there? Like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I like I like the way people experiment now um, yeah. within the barbering industry, the way they use the tools to get much cleaner cuts yeah, yeah. Uh, on women's hair. Uh, not for me, man. No yeah. way. No. It's um, it's definitely, uh, like like I said, it's it's something I never really thought about. When you think about it now, there's a great level of skill goes into it, though. Like, you know, and is it something that you, so obviously you've went and you've learned the basics and you've done your barber training, you know, basics, all whatever else yeah. about it. But is, but is there, you know, is there constant kind of learning, there's constant kind of keeping ahead of, of changing, kind of evolving? Yeah, I mean, there's courses like, popping up everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a minefield in itself for anyone looking to get into this type of industry. Yeah. I was chatting with a client earlier and I was thinking, you know what, barbering and hairdressing now is really 
in my opinion, going looking for a tattoo artist. Sure. You want the best of that uh, person because it's on you for life. Of course. And the haircut's on you for a while, but it's still, you still have to parade it around. Yeah, yeah. And nowadays, there's an awful lot more of that. So young kids or young adults wanting to be a barber or wanting to be a hairstylist of, of some degree, you've really got to find the right course out there and yeah. understand that this course has to be recognized and listen, it's a bit like tattoos. If you pay for a cheap tattoo, guess what? You're getting a fucking cheap tattoo. Yeah, cheap tattoo. If you're looking to be a barber, you need to pay for a good barbering course yeah, yeah. And, and look for an accredited one as well. Because people will go um, looking for specific barbers because their work is fucking good. Like. Yeah, definitely. And, and I'd love at some stage to get some of those boys um, on our show. Yeah, and to talk about it because I think yeah. it's a really, it's, it's a big, it's a, and girls, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but it's a big emerging industry as well. Because, you know, we've moved on from going and getting your, your crown into actually, like, blokes' hair products. Piece of fucking and, art. Yeah it's, yeah, it's really it's really come on in recent years. You yeah. know, it's it's something that's... And, look, I, mean, I suppose there's men of a certain generation who've just got the same haircut, like, since 1970. Like, mm. it's just what it is. But, like, even I, I look at my brother, who is a quiet guy, doesn't really do a huge amount, but he takes a lot of pride in his hair as well. Do you know, he knows exactly what he wants. And I was surprised... Do I know this brother? I don't know if he's ever been into you, actually, has he? No, it was Maybe Ray, so. I think. Ray, Ray was in, yeah. yeah. But even Ray, like, you know, Ray Ray knows what he wants. Do you yeah. know what I mean? The, the, the lads are more savvy. It's mm. like we've become more... I think your age group fell into that void. Yeah, I, we fell into the void of everything. Post-grunge. Like. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. knowing what what was happening out no, there. we don't know what happened And now we've, you've you meandered through life Definitely. with just Fisher-Price head haircuts. Look, the way we look at it is, I mean, <laughs> the, the one of the defining footballers of our generation was Gary Neville. Like, he's yeah. the most limited footballer in history. Like, talk about mediocrity. Like, I think that sums up the generation that I grew up and in. And then like, there's you know, Phil. It's Phil. I mean, Phil, Phil still a lot, has a the same Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I think that just sums it all up, that we didn't really have an idea of anything. It was grand just to be We fine. may get some people complain about that, and yeah, if you yeah. do, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it means they listen. But listen, just check your photo albums. Yeah, I think yeah. you'll find we're, yeah, we're, we're in agreement right. this one, yeah. And in, in terms of, you know, kind of, we, we touched on at the very start of the podcast, that the barber chair kind of becoming a confessional. Do yeah. you find that that's the thing that people kind of sit down and, you know, they're a bit slow to warm up, but once you get them talking, then you actually start getting mad stories, sad stories, happy oh, stories. Oh, everything. Yeah. There's everything. You never um, know what's going to walk through the door. You know, for me, um, and again, it could be something for another podcast yeah, totally, down the yeah. line, um, m- you know, mental health has been a huge thing yeah. uh, right through, especially over the last 18 months, almost two years now with, with the pandemic. And there, there was rightly a lot of shout at the time to be opening up the gyms and because people have that as an outlet yeah. for mental health. Of course. Pe- there are people out there that don't like exercising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like talking. Yeah. And a barber's chair is one of them. Yeah. yeah and yeah. the amount of stuff, and I'm sure there's other barbers out there that can relate to this, the amount of stories that you hear um, and you wear a different hat for every story, uh, it, it, it can be very touching. Of course. So for me... Yes, I, I'm I'm privileged, as I'm sure, you know, most barbers and hairstylists are out there to be able to, you know, uh, meet somebody on a human and an emotional level. Totally. Just yeah. so they can sort of express how they feel. Definitely. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Jesus, you don't even know what's happening in a person's life and they come in and sit down. But I, yeah. I feel it's a great privilege when people do find the courage to open up and talk to you about important things. Yeah, yeah. Some things that we may seem as quite trivial, but yeah. are huge to them. And I, 
I think it was another reason for us kind of talking about doing this podcast was mm. to touch on that aspect of the mental health yeah. of it as well because it, I don't know you know it's definitely getting better but like male mental health is something I think is, is not really no at, at the level it should be at do you know I think yeah. blokes can be slow to open up and put it, their hand up and say listen I'm, I'm really struggling here yeah a bit like, it's a bit taboo yeah um, yeah yeah a bit like the way tattoos were years and years yeah, ago. Totally. And um, we all have very them. Very yeah. taboo. Now it's like, what do you mean you don't yeah, have a tattoo? Yeah, you don't have a tattoo, yeah. Um, yeah, I do believe more and more um, people, uh, and, I, you know, being a man, especially men, are starting to open up. And being a man who has uh, suffered with mental Same. health yeah. Um, yeah. throughout my life, uh, I do believe, you know, it's something that needs to be... I, I don't know if talked about more and more, as in... A subject matter yes yeah yeah but just talking more and yeah more. definitely yeah you know yeah, yeah. uh not labeling as subject yes. matter yeah yeah and as well you know maybe even if you know for anyone who might be listening to it who might have something they need to talk about maybe i'm wrong but maybe even the fact of just going to your barber and having a chat about the football or the just weather talking. or just talking rubbish yeah you know fine yeah. you're not getting to the root of the issue that might be bothering you but you might feel a little bit better that you had a bit of crack that yeah, day there's, you there's know? so much like there's so many layers yeah um just i feel just to be able to talk with somebody um even myself you know i that probably you know what that's probably why i've so many extensive tattoos yeah yeah yeah. and 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 i i i love the barbershop so much is being able to have those conversations as in great match or shit weather yeah the usual stuff Yeah, yeah yeah uh it's relaxing yes yeah yeah you know, I do earwig and an awful lot of Orla's tattoos and Sergio's and uh, Andrew's tattoos uh, when they're when they're with their clients. And you know, it is such a lovely open environment. But I would like to feel that the atmosphere that we have here contributes to. Of course, yeah, definitely. It is I quite think relaxing. as soon as you walk in the door, you you feel it. You know, you're kind yeah. of like I'm amongst like-minded pals here, and that like you know, I can come and talk about the match. Or if there's something more going on, I can come and talk about that too. Do you know, it's I've had people yeah. coming in for haircuts that they don't need. Yeah. Um, just for chats. Just for the chats, yeah, of course. But it's not about, like I was saying, putting that flag on it. You know, yeah, it is yeah, of course. it is very it's masked in a way, but you understand. Yeah, yeah. So totally. you at least try your best to. Yeah, no, I think it's it's definitely a, a, a scope and a, it's something that I think society but also men themselves need to be a bit better at. Oh god, yeah. You know, because I think while is maybe it's not as as well looked after in society i think the onus has to be on lads as well to put their hand up and say listen this isn't right or i'm not right or i need to talk about this or just go and do something about it too you know yeah like you can look at your generation and you can think yeah there was so much that was you know socially acceptable in the 80s growing up as a kid that you can look back now and go shit that wasn't right but then you look at stuff that's going on now and you're thinking shit that's not right either so there's always been this almost snowball effect of generations that you just feel uh, is not right um but uh, you know it is like that old saying it, it you know it is okay not, not to, to be, be okay. okay yeah i think it's a big one um and when you look at that uh, you know you're thinking actually that makes so much yeah. sense yeah. um and you're not alone no absolutely you know, you're not alone i know it feels quite deep the yeah, way we're going be, here yeah, no, but i think it's important it, to say it, it's just well, important you know? and yeah we're jumping right in there on the first podcast but yeah. fuck it like i'm not gonna no. Wait four or five podcasts in to say there's no point in sitting here and talking about uh, Trent Alexander Arnold and he didn't play at the weekend. Like, do you know what I mean? I mean right back yeah, but, yeah. Um, and we can talk about yeah. it, but you know, we might as well get to the, the crux of why we're here, do you know, as well. You Just know? to talk, yeah, like, there's lads out there doing a, a stellar job at chatting, 
Yeah. Um, and, and that's what's really grown the base. And, you know, I think the more raw it is, uh, less commercialized, the better. Yeah. It's just a chat. Like, yeah. we could be in a fucking car building right now. We we're could, not. We're, yeah, not. We're, we're sitting on my barber chairs. We're sitting on barber chairs. Yeah, yeah. Literally, Literally sitting, sitting on barber, barber chairs. chairs. Yeah. I just, just uh, kind of a tangent to it, but also not really. As, as a, a barber, yeah, it was coming up in the eighties, and you know, was was there kind of a, like a, that's a strange career for a fella to be doing in the. I didn't want a barber, no, man. I no, didn't want to be no, a barber. So it, just, it was yeah. just not even on my radar. It was right. just about yeah, making yeah. money. Okay. Um, it was you know I don't even think the term the term side hustle was around. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. It yeah, just yeah. was something I did. Yeah, it's something I enjoyed doing. We'd be all in my friend's house in Peter's house. Um, God, yeah, Eileen, his mom. Like it, when I think about it. I used to cut the lad's hair. So you got to think of the houses and cooler, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Peter's house had an extension at the time. So it was a slightly bigger it's kitchen. Very fancy altogether, yeah. There was no such thing as cordless. No, no. So we were making cups of coffee, Alta Rica. Yeah. Uh, you know, Peter would probably be scoffing down a mince and, and fucking pea sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, from the frying pan that Eileen yeah. would have made. And then right next to the cooker. So between the table and the cooker and the counter, I'd be cutting his hair. In the middle of it all. In the middle of it all. You know, um, early 90s. Yeah. Then the lads would come over because he had this long sort of black post-apocalyptic grunge era right, haircut, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then some of the lads, we were, you know, this was, we were in the FCA. So when we left the FCA, we let our hair grow. Yeah. And uh, so then all the lads would end up there. And it would just be a lovely environment to talk and show you. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably where you learned this. Less microphones. This, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. the mics. Yeah, but it was probably where you learned this idea of having an environment where people could come and talk shite as well. Do you know, it was something you were yeah, always Yeah, there was a to. lot of banter. Like, there yeah. was, all, there was yeah, yeah. a lot of banter. There was a lot of um, slaggings, and it was, it was just a lovely, healthy atmosphere, which I'm sure so many people have in our age group yeah yeah, uh, yeah and our generation and so many people don't really have now because everything's virtual yeah yeah there's an awful lot of, of stuff online as you don't really sit around your friend's kitchen table having talking a chat anymore no definitely not because there's just so many more options already isn't there like you know yeah like it, yeah. it's nuts um like i do see i just see aaron and here our, our our young barber he's a great barber and uh he doesn't talk on the phone they send voice messages to voice messages yeah yeah now, no. okay, I'm showing my age, but yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, dude, just ask can you make a fucking phone call. I have a question, though, right? Or not, yeah. not a question, more of an admission. So, like, being a broadcaster, I think, you know, I sound wonderful. I've got an excellent broadcaster voice. So I was into this voice note lark before it was cool. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm putting it out there now that I remember when WhatsApp introduced this voice note yeah. thing. And I was sending these voice notes out. And everyone was going, what's the story with this fella? What's going yeah. on here? But it's just because I wanted to show off. So I invented it. It was me. That, listen, man, you, you fucking take that yeah, statement. Yeah. I'd be looking at them talking into the end of their phone going, yeah, so, uh, and, uh, yeah, so about six o'clock, man, not many cuts in right now. Um, I am doing a good little voice of yeah, it. Sorry, yeah, buddy, yeah. I'll see you when you're in Jordan a week. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like, I, I, I think to get, to get back to the point that I'm making is, you know, and maybe yeah. most of that... Um, connectivity amongst friends has been removed definitely yeah um, there's a phone in the middle of it yeah and then you come back to the environment we're in which is you know we're in Lusk and you can see it's almost still in that storming phase of houses being built and some areas being settled and 
I do believe that an awful lot of that generation are going to be forgotten about. Yeah, yeah, um, totally, yeah. And then, the, you know, we become feral, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. you know, antisocial behaviour, if that's what they want to call it. I don't think it's as bad in. here in Lusk, but I, no, you know, it but, isn't. But it but definitely has the, it has the potential to go either way. It's yeah. kind of a knife edge almost. And there's such yeah. amazing young group of yeah, um, yeah. people around here. You would feel it could go that way. Yeah. So, you know, get more boxing clubs in here, get more yeah. get more of an outlet for them, you know, um that, that that's that's all people Places want. To go and hang out and, and, and meet people. And it's actually just just to kind of loop back to the whole point of the podcast. Yeah. The fact that when you're sitting in the chair with the gown thing on does anyone like wearing the gown, by the way? I always yeah. think that you never look as bad as you do when you're sitting there with the gown and wet hair, like You know what? <laughs> I think the the gown is all right. Yeah, but there are some really cool, fashionable ones. You out can there. get good ones, can you? Because I always yeah. think I've never looked worse than when I'm sitting there. My hair's all wet and stuck down to my head because you know the spray stuff, mm. and you're wearing the gown, and you're like, "Where did it all go wrong?" The, the holy water. But when you're in the chair and you have the gown on, you obviously can't be on your phone. You're kind of forced to be present in the moment. Yeah, and that's why I didn't buy gowns with those fucking see-through things on. Are they a thing? Yeah, they're a thing. Really? Yeah, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, you know, um, I deliberately didn't buy them because you want it, people to be able to have the chat. across my mind, yeah, yeah. thinking, "Oh, someone's in the chair," and I'm thinking, "Ah, oh, fuck no. it," you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm going to cut their hair, the least they can do is try and talk to me, or, or you know, yeah. Maybe if they don't want to talk, they'll answer a couple of questions for me. Do you know? You just want them in that kind of moment yeah I mean some yeah. people don't want to talk to you but eventually fine, you get some just, type of conversation out of yeah, yeah. listen I'm chatty yeah. so if you're in for the first time and I don't see you again I do apologise yeah, if yeah, the bad conversation you off. Yeah, right, yeah. Yes. please come back <laughs> the podcast is going to drain my ability to talk yeah, yeah. yeah. so it'll be, this is your outlet yeah it is yeah. it's yeah. an intervention really it's not even we're not even doing this for people to listen to it's just so you stop it is it's customers. to stop yeah. me talking yeah. complete shite at home um, <laughs> stop me talking complete shite to our clients yeah and hopefully um, you can listen to me talking complete shite for the amount of time that we're doing yeah I think we've been going for like 45 minutes now so we thought we'd only get 20 but this is it and I think we're kind of drawn towards the end of the first we podcast are. and I think we you know this is something we're, we're going to aim to do with, with other people involved so it's mm. not just us rabbiting on at each other it could um, be though if people like to hear people talk shite yeah, yeah. I mean sure you never know but it, yeah. it could go that way but um, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up there for the first episode yeah, of, of Between Cuts yeah. and uh, Pierce thanks so much for being so open with all your stories there and we will talk again on the next one and Stephen I will get more better interview techniques we will have better talks and we'll have coffee next time won't we oh shit yeah I never got the coffee yeah you'll hear the coffee machine thank Until you next time man bye bye between cuts with Stephen and Pierce